Hello and welcome to the Rattle On Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Adam, and joining me is your other host, Alfred. It's me. Yes, indeed. That was musical. And Did you like it? Yes, that, that was quite I good. Didn't. Thank you. So this week we will be rattling on about what we've been doing. Maybe we will. I don't know. I think we're both really tired from last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, because it was very long. I think yeah. that I think last week's episode has us covered for like two weeks. <laughs> we could skip. Well, I, I I did think about cutting it in half and just releasing the second half this week. <laughs> no, no, no need to be lazy. We'll just oh, we'll, we'll but, do a quick ten minutes, wrap it up. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, let's go. And then I'll load the food. No, no, I'm just kidding. It'll be longer no. than ten minutes because even if we aimed for ten minutes, we would definitely do at least half an hour. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Of rattling on about crap, which is usually what happens. But we shall start with catching up with something from last week, a wee bit of follow-up, oh, which yeah. is to do with our magical witchcraft boxes, oh, a- yeah. a.k.a. the TP links. Witchcraft, um, mate. Yeah. Alfred, you, you received yours after they were delivered at, what, nine o'clock at night or something? Yes. <laughs> Hang on, didn't we talk about these last week? Yeah, you talked about getting them. But I wanted to. Did I, did I, okay, go on. Ask, ask away. Inquire. Well, I just wanted you to fill people in on how they how it's going. Yeah, they they work. Yeah, it's good, doesn't it? It's fine. <laughs> I'm still. Uh, it's back. It's because my ha- my dear old house with its dear old electrics. I'm just. I'm not getting the speeds I want. Yeah, but it makes me sad. I'm getting good speeds, but. But I'm I'm getting downstairs via these TP links. I'm getting what I used to get at Max at my old house. Yeah, but and that's fine. That's cool. But considering that you know I'm paying X amount a month to get a certain speed, which I do get. Uh, I'm. It's a bit. I'm just a bit annoyed by it. I don't know why I'm annoyed by it because like I've got to, yeah, I've hooked my PS4 up. To the TP links, and I've got my TV hooked up to it as well, the smart TV, um, yeah, which is sure. good. But um, big improvement the, over the horrible Wi-Fi for sure. For sure, I've I've resorted to using because uh, <laughs> my dad lives next door to me. Um, I I'm using his Wi-Fi that he has downstairs when I'm on my laptop because <laughs> the signal's better and the speed's better as a result because his, his Wi-Fi router is through I say it's through a wall but where my living room is and where his living room is there's an there's an alleyway that separates the houses yeah so there's about a metre and a half and two walls and I'm still getting better internet than from my router that's just upstairs so yeah bit annoyed by that ah uh, technology know. Technology's weird, but yeah, uh, yeah, they're cool. They're cool. Uh, the buffering is much is is gone basically with the t- when I use my t- the smart TV because I'm using the smart TV for my Netflixing and my YouTube and my Amazon watching and all yeah, that. Because you only have to turn on the one thing exactly. Just the whole uh, the one remote control and I d- just I don't even have to press the on button on my remote. I j- I can press the Netflix button on the remote and it launches Netflix on the TV. It turns the TV on and goes straight to Netflix. It's that's very. Quite, it's so cool. The that's quite handy. So cool. Yeah, technology's but, uh, brilliant sometimes. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, it's good, but I'm I'm doing it on that because as well the thing is is the way that modern TVs work and TVs with HDR implementation work um, is that basically most modern TVs you have your picture settings set up for every individual input, and the TV counts all of the smart apps as different inputs. So I've had to go through every single YouTube, BBC iPlayer, Four on Demand, ITV Hub. Uh, Amazon Video, Netflix, all of them, and make sure all of my picture settings were the same on them so that I had a consistent viewing experience across the board, um, which That's, is a bit annoying. Yeah, but, that, sounds, that sounds like a backward step. It, yeah, it is and it isn't, because the thing is, is you can have things... So say maybe, for whatever reason, that the 40, 40D app, you know, the All4 app, whatever the fuck they're calling it now, say for whatever reason, that app outputs video slightly brighter than other apps do then you can tweak the brightness of that particular input so it's kind of cool in that it's just a little bit it's a little bit time consuming but once it's done it's done it should be it's good that you'd be able to tweak that but you should be able to have a like default for just everything that you can you you can just set it like that and then that's everything set the way you want it. And then yeah. if you need to tweak it, you can tweak them individually if you need to. Yeah, well, no, you can do that. Because you can do it on one, and then there's a button at the bottom that says apply to all inputs. Um, oh, right. So that's that, which, that's not so bad. Which is fine, but I'd set, I'd previously set I'd set up my the, the PlayStation's input first. And so if I'd done that, I would have overrided oh, that. Oh, right, yeah. And obviously, retrospectively, the obvious thing to do is pop into my settings for the PlayStation, snap some pictures of the settings I've got, and then just go and do that. But fuck you, I'm not smart. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because... Lesson thing, learned I, for next time. <laughs> well, yeah, but I have the PlayStation... I'm not even using the PlayStation to watch video content on because I have the PlayStation set up with game mode on the screen, which processes your images prop- uh, differently. I nearly said properly. Because the... I, I maintain that game mode is the way that all TVs should be set up by default because it's just basically vanilla input. It's like it's minimal input lag for for your display image. There's no bullshit motion smoothing or true clear real cinema post-processing crap that's being thrown on that you know makes your images look like they're being run through butter. Uh, there's no weird there's no crappy dynamic contrast or dynamic colouring working all these processes that the TV run after the fact there's nothing interfering with the natural image that you're trying to display yeah I don't um, think you should need any of that on a TV well, no, it, should, well, it should be my, coming from the source like, exactly my my mm. 1080p TV that sharp one that I bought from Tesco's for like 180 quid the other year that I have in my room at the minute. Um, that is, it's exactly that. It's a completely vanilla TV. There are no processing. Mo- I think there's dynamic contrast on, on it, but I think it's off by default. Um, and if it's not, I turned it off. But you have, but once you set it to the, what's called on this TV, uh, dot by dot input, which is basically to say it's not pro. Because a lot of TVs will process your input, the aspect ratio. So people set their TV for 16 by 9 aspect ratio, and then the TV will display at 16 by 9 aspect ratio. But it's it's weird. It's scaling the image to a 16 by 9 aspect ratio, even if the image is a 16 by 9 aspect ratio. So 
Oh, that's so just... Oh, it's really weird. <laughs> and most... A lot of people don't ever notice it because they set it like that and that's all they ever know. But I immediately... I remember when I first got that TV and I set it up and I, was, I had my PlayStation on it. I had 16 by 9 because I was like, well, obviously 16 by 9 1080p. And I was like, this looks weird. The colours look compressed. The colours look like what happens when you run uh, a higher resolution on a monitor that it's like running 1080p on a 900p monitor which i only really knew what that looked like because i used to i used to have like a tv that was a 16 by 10 aspect ratio because that was all the rage back in sort of the early days of the flat screen um just... <laughs> it's a bit weird i i it, it, it has its uses but it quickly you know it didn't take on yeah but uh that's what everyone I just t- sticks with the their simple well, yeah. What what is widescreen? Sixteen by nine. Cool. Yeah. Let's just but, stick with that. But I, the idea of the sixteen by ten is that you can kind of three by four stuff scales well on it. Yeah. So it's kind. Of, it looks after that kind of older form of technology while also looking forward. So I get I get the point. But like I say, it didn't catch on as we all know. Um, so I think that was running at like sixteen eighty by ten fifty. Or something. It's like it's almost full HD, but not quite. But I was I used it on my computer, um, so I didn't have any issues with that because I just I'd run it at 1050p basically, and then all my games at that, so everything looked fine on it. Um, although I did, I remember when I got my 1080p monitor and I ran Far Cry 3 on it, I got a bit confused because the image wasn't stretched. <laughs> Because it was display, I was like, everything looks thinner. <laughs> it's like everything's displaying at that yeah. sixteen by nine aspect ratio. About like when you first started, like when TV shows were still in four by three, and people yeah. set the TV so that it would get rid of the black bits, and you realise yeah, that it at the sides, and you suddenly realise, wait a minute. I've been watching this and everyone looks dead fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they've been pulled wider than they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, um, it was the same yeah. sort of thing. But I, when I, when I had my PC and I had that t- uh, 1050p monitor, um, I, I remember I ran games at 1080p because I could for whatever reason. My system didn't just cap out at the, the actual resolution of the screen. Um and so the result was images looked sort of oversaturated and compressed in a weird way. Uh, and then I, I remember turning it down. I was like, oh, what's that? 1050. And I turned it down. I, I remember it with Battlefield 3. And I turned down to 1050 and I went, oh, that's weird. Everything looks like it's higher resolution. I was like, everything's clearer. I was like, oh, that's odd. And it's the same thing. I remember I was playing Uncharted 4 on the big, on my big new TV and everything looked sort of compressed and, and, and oversaturated. And I went, it looks weird and I had a pop into the TV settings and I was like oh dot by dot and I went click and I went oh now it's just it. you have it just displays the image as the source image um, and it's very cool and actually that TV the panel in my that TV which like barely paid anything for so it's, just, it's a really good panel it's very very high quality and really good colour um Rate, uh, uh, representation on there and good contrast ratio so it's like it's good good looking tv um but it's kind of the, there isn't really that kind of setting on on your new like your smart tvs your 4k tvs um i think it's called like original image or something that's so that's what i've got it set to 
but then all of those post-process, your sharpening and your contrast and your colour sliders, they still affect things. Um, so it's like I've, I'm still tweaking things every now and then. And I can't remember what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah. Well, no, so we, we, mo- we moved on from TP-Links to your TV settings. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. But, um, <laughs> sorry. But no, but the, the, the thing is, is I have kind of my, the HDR set because it's all, it's so annoying i wish you could just have the settings be the settings like you say but it's like you you have the picture settings and then this hdr content and there's an entire new variety you now you have to set up all the settings for when it's displaying hdr content so and I've all got it all mean, sorted all it really means is that 95 percent of people are watching it in not the best possible way. Yeah, I because annoyed. it's too complex and stupid yeah, and too faffy that most people yeah. just oh plug it in, look at it, go that looks great, and just leave it like that. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, it I was around my mate Kai's and I was, I was I had a look at his new TV and his Xbox One X and cool system again, very cool. Uh, but I he he went to go get some food or something and he came back and I was he was like, "We doing?" I was like, "Your TV set up wrong." He's like, what? I was like, TV set up wrong. I was like, you got set up wrong. I was like, let me see. He had true clear motion turned on. He was playing like Call of Duty with motion smoothing on. I was like, no. How is this not making you throw up? He's like, I don't know. I was like, it's, you're wrong. I was, like, it's, I was like, it's. I turned it off and he went, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you're damn right. But I started yeah. setting up HDR for him. The thing with HDR is. And you don't get, you don't notice this when you're in your John Lewis or your Curry's PC world or whatever, and you're looking at the display models in their perfect lighting conditions. HDR makes you, it makes the screen darker, um, so that it can better display the lighting and stuff. So it, you, the, the, yeah. the, the lit, like the literal gamma output of the panel is slightly lower, um, and so. The result is you get these amazing lighting setups, uh, which is great. And like video content looks amazing. Uh, I've been watch the show. I've been watching uh, is all 4K HDR and it looks spectacular. Uh, running, running in it in that uh, setup. But I, you know what? I don't think games suit HDR. Um, because I've been playing like Battlefield One has HDR support, so I was playing that. I have a hard time seeing people uh, and making out uh, uh, people when the game is running in HDR because someone will be hiding in the shadows and I'm seeing it how it would actually be if it was real life, if that makes sense, within the lighting conditions. So it's actually detrimental. I can't actually see them. And I'm just like... And I keep, I keep getting taken out. I'm going, oh, it's pretty cool. I'm like, well, I wouldn't do well in a war situation. But at the same time, it's kind of impacting my gaming experience. And yeah, unfortunately, it's actually a disadvantage because most people yeah, aren't playing it in HDR. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But the problem is, there's no, there isn't an option in the settings of Battlefield to play in HDR or not. It's just on by default if your screen supports it. And so. If I want to, I have to go into my TV settings and go down into the sub menu and turn off HDR on the plate, and it's just a bull ache. Um, so yeah, I then it's again, actually, it, it is it's interesting. Also, yeah, it's also yeah. HDR implementation because the thing is, it's like that's true there on Battlefield One, but Call of Duty World War Two, which I picked up the other day, um, 
because I thought, why not? Uh, the HDR implementation on there is just it's slightly tweaked, and I don't have a hard time making out people in that. Um, I think I think HDR works for some games. Like I was checking out Hitman, looks great there, very cool there. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn looks amazing, suits it there. Uh, Uncharted again. I think it's just it's when you get to the competitive shooter landscape, it doesn't quite fit in. Um, I think I think the problem with that is because the majority of people aren't playing with that, the game's not yeah exactly specifically tooled and tailored to. It. Mm. Whereas if everyone had HDR by default, either you would all be suffering from the same problem, in which case it would be a part of the experience for everyone in that exactly. sense. So a level it would playing field. Yeah, it wouldn't matter that you can't see people that are hiding in the shadows because no one would be able to see people yeah, doing exactly. that. Or it would be tailored properly so that people who are in shadows are still slightly visible the way that they would, would have been normally yeah. bef- before HDR. So I think the problem is that it's not 100%, you know, everyone yeah, has yeah. it, so it's not too properly to it. It's the thing, again, not knocking HDR or anything, and, and, and yeah. by, not knocking it's, Battlefield 1's implementation, because the thing is, like, Frostbite engine, it does it beautifully, it looks amazing, and HDR just, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just Frostbite it's almost an un- unintended consequence. It's not something you think yeah. about until you get shot by someone you didn't Exa- see. Yeah, exactly. And you suddenly it's think, so wait a minute, <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that guy. <laughs> yeah. But I did. I had a really bad time with it. It's. it's I was just like, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't have as much of a problem with it in Battlefront Two. Um, but I think it's mainly because it's very easy to tell where people are coming from because lasers are literally coming from where you're getting shot at. So it's like, oh. yeah, you you can see that oh, quite over clearly. There. Yeah. A bullet Red can fly past you, you wouldn't see it, but yeah. Yeah, lasers are definitely obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You talk about something now. Well, we can move on then to our question, our get to know us question for this week. And the question what? is, the, what personality trait do you think you'd like but could do with more of? I don't know. Well, my answer was... Um, <laughs> I've had a wee think about it. Will you come up with something? Is uh, determination. Oh, I don't feel yeah. like I'm determined enough a lot of the time. I could get in on that, yeah. yeah. I feel like I come up with lots of ideas or stuff I could do and things like that and mm. then just... Because you see it all the time with people who are like ambitious or single-minded and set themselves a goal and then that's what they're going to do. People who pick their career out you know at an early stage and then just that's that's it they're going for it and they go and they they set everything up and they do it yeah no, I've, just, I've never I had that. that i've never either. been that determined for anything in particular in that sense i've often tried but failed that's <laughs> true <laughs> I, I, I just it's just one of those things you think it's because it's, it's a common trope in the stories and stuff about people who are really determined to do particular things or whatever, it comes up all the time, you know, in TV and games and whatever else. And you think, it's just something I think, oh, I'm just not like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder maybe I could have done a wee bit better in certain places at different points in my life if I had been a little bit more, right, this is it, I'm going to do this. But I just thought, it'd be, 
you know, it's a wee bit interesting. A wee, wee look into my personality there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, I'd go with... I, I'd, I'd say I probably could do with more confidence. Um, which I know probably sounds a bit daft because I talk so much. But uh, that, that doesn't mean I'm confident. I've, I've created a safe space for you to do yeah. that. Well, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't sit here and mock you most no. of the time. <laughs> but in 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 my in my day to day life, I I I severely lack, I you know, confidence, confidence, determination, same sort of thing, really. But um, yeah, they're very similar. And confidence is just your kind of general demeanor, whereas determination yeah. is kind of issue specific. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I, I kind of associate determination with focus and sort of motivation almost. Yeah, but I think that, that definitely p- plays a part in it. Yeah. Whereas I think my thing is, is I think generally I, I'm quite, when I go, I'm going to go do this thing, I become determined to do it. Um, buying the TV, for example. I was determined <laughs> to buy that television. Uh, no, but, yeah. you know... Um, I'm determined to learn this song or whatever. I've got some gigs coming up and I've got some songs to learn. It's like, and I am determined. I'm ready to, you know, I've got the music in front of me ready to sort of crack on with it. But, uh, yeah, confidence. I I don't, I'm bad at uh, just kind of doing things that I really want to do. Kind of dealing with people. I'm not very confident dealing with people. Yeah, I I don't even like ordering in a restaurant. Yeah, no, I can understand um, that. I don't like asking questions in lectures. Uh, yeah. I literally I just fall into continuously, always and forever. It's it's that Chandler Bing. It's just I'm not very good at. I mean, his his line in the show is I'm not very good at the advice. Can I offer you a sarcastic comment? Yeah, mine is <laughs> I'm not very good at talking. Can I offer you a sarcastic comment? Because that's it. That's all I can do. I just I make jokes and then run away. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm yeah, it sounds like you're describing me. <laughs> well, yeah, I, mean, I think it's one, it's one of the reasons we, me, and you get on so well is we're so similar in in that kind of regard that our personalities. Mm. But I mean, mm. like you know, recently the the whole housemate situation. Um, you know, not you know, I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of it on here, of course, but. Uh, like I, I severely lacked confidence in dealing with that. I literally ran away from the situation for <laughs> at, at, at one point, uh, kind of accidentally. But when, when sort of yeah, I found myself kind of uh, away from the house. Um, just it coincided with when things kind of started to heat up a bit. Yeah, and it was just yeah. like, oh, I'm not there. And then when the, things the, heated the, up, the, I, the, can, the can of worms has been opened. Yeah, and I was kind of, I was already off away doing something, and then when I, when it, I, my attention came to the fact, oh, the the, you know, the can of worms is open. I I, am instantly decided, eh, maybe I won't get back as quickly as I was going to do. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll stay here an extra day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think we've all probably done that. Yeah, but I do, I do it in life. I mean, you you're aware of some things that I want to be doing that I just still haven't even tried. You know, um, 
Again, it's annoying. Things that we can't talk about on the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they keep coming up, don't they? It's really yeah. <laughs> it would be a great podcast if we could just talk about these things. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, conf- more confident. I, my dad's always having a go at me about it. And my mum as well, both of them. They are constantly, I'm constantly being... I keep apologising. Yesterday, my mum told me about... I think I counted. It was five times. She said, stop saying sorry. Stop apologising for things. <laughs> and you immediately I, went, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> literally. But, like, cause it was my auntie's birthday, and we went off We went off to Cambridge to go and see her. Um, and the thing is, is I don't drive, as you know, and I think yeah. that's we've mentioned that on the podcast, but I don't, I don't, I don't drive. Yeah. And my nan does not drive, and if she did, she's too frail to now anyway so mum was the chauffeur yesterday uh, which was a bit of a pain in the ass for her because where she lives now it's about an hour just to come and get me and then go get my nan and then it's another hour to go to Cambridge thereabouts yeah. um, so yeah it's a lot lot of driving for her and I felt bad she's like oh come pick you up and then drop you off and I was like oh sorry she's like well, it's not your fault it's, like, it's not your fault it's like it's fine but I was like, oh, sorry. She's like, stop apologising. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> my dad, my dad, he had a proper go at me about it the other month. He was like, you stop apologising for things. I haven't got told off for it by a, a, a friend at university. She's on, she's on a, a psychiatry course. She's like, you're very apologetic. I'm like, sorry. She's like, yeah, you need to stop apologising. She's like, what? She's like, what are you apologising for? I was like, I don't know. She's like, you haven't done anything wrong. She was helping me out with something that's been going on. And she's like, why do you feel bad? You haven't done anything. He's like, what? You're letting them make you feel bad. I was like, yeah, I don't know why. She's like, oh, dear. I was like, yeah, but, but they feel bad and I have empathy because I'm a real that's human. That's it. My da- that's I'm it. a real that's, boy. That's one of the things Dad had a go at me about. He, sa- he says I'm too empathetic. And even Mum said it to me the other day. I was like, you're the fucker who raised me. <laughs> this is mum, your fault, I know, mother. Mum was having a go at me. I was, I was like, you, you're the one who raised me to be empathetic. I was, like, you, I was like, you're the reason I'm a massive socialist and a big old lefty and have more empathy than any than anyone should have. I was like, this is your doing. She's like, you said I'm a bad mother. I'm like, no, you've been a good mother. Everyone oh, should sorry, be like mom. this. <laughs> The world would be a better place if everyone was more empathetic. <laughs> everyone just being like the stereotypical Canadians, just apologising to one another. Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah it's just. It yeah, would be I a better world. I'd much prefer that over some of the what crap we've got. we get. Yeah, but yeah, but no, yeah, confidence. I wish I had more confidence. Also, can I add another one? I wish I didn't talk so much. <laughs> it's a, it's a nervous thing which comes out of the lack of confidence, which is. I, I don't know what to do when there's quiet, so I just talk. See, the, the irony Handy about... Handy for podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> the, the irony about that is I I tend not to talk very much. Yeah. Just just in life in general, I don't really talk that much. Which, it's good because we yeah. balance out quite well as a result. Yeah, and, you know, come on podcasts, I've got plenty to say about stuff yeah. when I actually do talk, and I'll talk, and then I'll say what I... Th- want to say and then mm. that's kind of me done and the, the where my confidence lacks is being able to like just steer you off properly like, I'm not if I was a professional like radio host or something I'd be able to do it seamlessly and you mm. would know the kind of right I'm jumping in here and then you would just you know 
let me steer everything on so that you don't yeah. ramble on too much. Well, some, I, I think I, some, I, I, don't, I don't think that's a, a problem with you. With I, yeah, I don't think that's a problem with you. I think that's a literal problem for both of us in the sense that 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 issue that you talk about wouldn't exist if we were sat next to each other when we did this because I'd be able to read your body language and your social cues and I'd be able yeah. to pick up on that and go oh, okay I'm I'm going too 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 long but the problem yeah. is because we don't have that visual aid of each other sorry listeners ruining the magic I know I edit this so well it's like we're in the same room but uh I he's all the way up in Scotland and I'm all the way down in Cambridge and, and yeah. yeah we're, um, we're actually pretty far apart <laughs> we're pretty far apart it's great but um yeah no, but yeah, I think uh, that is that's just an unfortunate side effect of how we do this. Yeah, I, um, th- th- that's certainly true. But I do feel like uh, you know we're, we're not professionals. Obviously, that's that's blatantly apparent. I think if if I was a wee bit more confident of that, I'd be better at doing it, even with that kind of yeah, handicap maybe, yeah. that we're working with here, where it's not the ideal scenario of the two of us sitting down in a room and actually chatting. Mm. But I think we could probably, I could probably do a wee bit better because you nervously fill air and just continue rambling, <laughs> rattling on, and I'm the not for, always good at about, stopping you properly. Yeah. If you know what I mean. The fortunate yeah. thing about my nervous rambling is it doesn't sound nervous. Yeah, it's no, really weird because I'm 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 quite a confident talker. It's the, the only area I do have confidence. <laughs> is in I have a good voice and I can use it well. I don't know about a good voice. But, <laughs> Uh, no, you're supposed to be confident about your talking, oh, Alfred. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Alfred. Uh, but, um, no, but I mean, because like, the flip side of that, me, me and Alex, friend of the podcast who never comes on, and but I talk about a lot, uh, he and I are very similar in the sense that we both talk a lot. He talks as much as I talk. In fact, when we're together, he talks. He does most of the talking. Because um, he's more confident than you are. Well, I don't know if it's that. It's just no. I was just, uh, sorry. That was a question rather than a oh. statement. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No no! But yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know if it's that. I'm not sure. But um, yeah. I think a lot of the time it's because what we do tend to talk about. He he knows more about the, the subject matters that we talk about. Like we talk a lot about. He's an audio engineer and a musician, and it's like, and I'm an, a musician and an audio engineer. So, like the 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 order of those is very important. Which is to yeah. say. I can work my way around a studio. I can. I, I've told him this. It's like he'll start talking to me about all this gear and recording techniques and mastering techniques. I haven't got. A f- I just smile and nod along. <laughs> and it's like I have just yeah. about enough knowledge to kind of chime in every now and then and keep him happy and and keep the conversation yeah. going. Maybe, which maybe I ask like. an interesting question. Yeah, but it's like learn a I little bit. I think as of yet. Unless he listens to this episode of the podcast, he won't know that the reality of it, the matter is I haven't got a fucking clue what he's going on about most of the time. Because, <laughs> and I have said this to him before, whenever I get into a studio or a recording situation, I fucking wing it completely. I run entirely on an instinct. I haven't got a clue what it's called. I don't know what it does, but I pressed the button and I went, oh, that sounded good. And that's it. Yeah, so it's, it's practical experience rather than yeah, the kind of theoretical yeah, knowledge. Yeah, his, his, his is practical experience as well, but it's just yeah, that he's, he's combining the two a lot more. Time. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's like, backed it up with the theory and the practical, yeah, whereas exactly. you're just going in and just tinkering with stuff until you think, right, yeah, that'll do it. 
It's fun because we're the same. We're exactly the same, but reversed when it comes to playing the guitar. Which is, I have the practical knowledge and the theoretical knowledge, whereas he's entirely practical and instinctive. And so he he'll do he'll play a thing and go, oh, that sounds good, and he does that. Whereas, and I'll play a thing and go, oh, that sounds good, and then my brain in the background goes, oh, you're using this chord and this scale and doing this, and that's why that works. And so then when someone says, oh, what are you doing? I go, oh, I'm doing this thing, and they go, oh, okay, cool. Um, and they ask if Alex and he goes uh, playing a guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 just funny, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. But it's like I don't think I've properly admitted to him. It's like I think yeah. I've managed to pull it off for long enough at this point that he thinks he I just I'd have a clue. Realize, yeah. But I have no fucking idea. Like, <laughs> like when it comes to working with audio, like software stuff, I I'm good in like Logic, Apple's proprietary. Um, music production software which thankfully for me is the industry standard you go into any <laughs> studio there's a mac it's got logic on it um i think it, it tends to be the kind of uh semi-professionals the 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 the, the garage uh engineers who have the windows computers with ableton on it or pro tools or cubase or something or 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 reaper or whatever and it's I, those ones it's like the principle is they're all the same software basically they all do the same thing but logic has the the beauty and the vanesse of it's made by apple so right, it's so really they, easy sp- to they spent, fucking use yeah they spent the effort on the ui yeah it's very yeah. user friendly and very kind of just oh there's a but oh that it, it does what it says on the tin kind of yeah. It's like you you press the effects thing and it says, "Do you want a reverb? Here's a couple of reverbs. You can tweak them in here." And like again, you can dive in and you can get fucking deep in there. Of course you can, but on the surface level, it's yeah, like I said, very friendly. Whereas other stuff, Ableton Cube, I think uh, Alex uses Cubase. I find it very intimidating. I've seen his setup and I'm just like, I, I get it. Like I, it just it's kind of the thing where it's like I'm gonna need a minute to find my space. Or the alternative around. option of I'm not going to touch that because I'll break or delete something and oh, it's no. not. <laughs> oh no! I'll give it a go because the, 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 my but no, but I I I I can do that because I have the technical knowledge with computers. Yeah, it's like every software is basically the same, so it's like well, it's all ones just, and zeros at the end of the all, day. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like it doesn't matter what the software is. It's like if it's a thing for creating things, there's going to be a save button. There's going to be an undo button. So it's like I I don't panic about that kind of stuff anymore, um, but uh, I probably would. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fair enough. But um, I, you know. I'm good. I'm good at computers on the surface level of well, I use a Windows computer. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. So I know the you know the undo and save and all the rest of it. But yeah. like when you put me in front of something, you know, that's on that more technical level of like a proper studio thing i just sit and look at all the buttons and think yeah i'm just not gonna touch it i'll just <laughs> i just, I'll just not bother because i don't want to change a setting or break something that will take forever to fix because i clicked yeah. two buttons together that i shouldn't have <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's fair i mean yeah. to be honest it's the thing it's like adobe premiere um software that i have to get to grips with for using it at, at university you know with the film production stuff um, and I'm excited to, but it's like there's a pretty big learning curve on it, and it's yeah. just kind of like 
it, the thing is, I, I've talked to you about it in the past, and I have, about how I, I get on with it just about because any non-destructive editor is basically the same. It's like, if you know how to edit audio in Logic, then you can probably use Final Cut Pro. It's like, all you're doing is introducing the video into the timeline to, to play with. Uh, so on that principle, it's like, I'm okay. But literally working in it, it's just like, uh, what? So I can put all my files in and I'll edit it and that's all good. But then when it comes to doing all the fun stuff, you know, the transitions and your colour correcting and, 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 and all that kind of mad stuff, it's just, I say mad, it's, like, it's all very simple stuff, very sort of, it's it's what that software's for. But it's like, I haven't got a clue at the minute, so I'm, yeah, I'm trying it, to When you go above the cut snap, <laughs> yeah, kind shuffle of. about, anything beyond that is a yeah. bit... Yeah. It's yeah, simple it's kind of, for video editing people, but complex when you tell anyone else about it. Yeah, it's the thing. Alex is very good with Premiere. He knows his way around it. He's very good with like color correction and stuff. Is he works a treat? He's really he's got a great eye for it. Um, and I think I have. It's he, he's said to me that I've got the eye for it. It's just that literally doing it is the bit where I struggle. It's like I know exactly what I want this to look like. It's just getting it to look like it. And, yeah. like, and he's like, well, whenever I have managed to do it, he's gone, oh, yeah, good, nice one. Um, That's good confidence building. At yeah, least you're, it's, it's nice. It, it, it's, he's get, you're getting the right result eventually when you finally work out what you're doing. Click yeah, the correct button yeah. and change it's the just, correct setting. It's, 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 it's yeah. literally, it's just about the tools. It's like, it's, it's like figuring out that, okay, that button does that. So like, oh, once you get that, you're good. But it's just it's learning that, isn't it? But um, yeah, he. I mean, he's kind of. He's said in the past, like the two of us, he and I, Alex and I, we like we both we kind of complement each other quite nicely um, on a creative level because it's like it's like he's good at a lot of stuff that I'm not good at, and I'm good at a lot of stuff that he's not good at. So, or rather, we we've more or less got the same skill set. It's just he excels at. X, Y, Z, whereas I excel at A, Y, B. <laughs> Not A, B, C, A, Y, B. He, he, yeah, because yeah. there's an overlap there. There's y. a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just a touch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah, confidence. We're still talking about that. Yeah, well, it's no, good. It's nice. We've talked, we've talked well. We no, don't I, always have to talk about games and films and Doctor Who. Oh, that, that's the point of this podcast. We yeah. can rattle on about whatever we feel like. Next week, we're talking about magic tricks. <laughs> How do they fit the bunny in the top hat? And the dove. <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm gonna, we'll, I'm gonna we'll start move on. a laugh track in this podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll move on to <laughs> our, one of our talking points, which is a wee bit of news that came out kind of last week or earlier this week that Microsoft is rumored to be eyeing up EA for acquisition. I hope they fucking don't. Uh, El- Electronic Arts. Mm. Yeah, because that's the solution to all of their problems. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we don't have any first-party games, really, so we'll just buy more. <laughs> yeah, I, def- I don't like this. No, I this, don't either. This I don't like. Disney buying out Fox Film and TV, I liked. This I don't like. <laughs> See, 
without getting yeah. too into the you know politics and whatever else i don't think it's very good that we're reaching mm. the stage where too many small you know one company or you know a couple of companies are controlling too much yeah, in any particular I, field so you look at volkswagen in cars they own you know audi and bugatti and Porsche. lamborghini and porsche and like a bazillion other car manufacturers like seat and skoda and everything mm. else and you think when you look at it you know as a consumer you think oh those are all different cars and all different brands and look different and then when you actually scale it all the way back you realize that they're all a golf <laughs> yeah exactly I <laughs> pretty like much and, you th- I- and then you suddenly think wait a minute they, they own quite a lot and that's just that's too much power in one company's hands and then like we talked about disney they've got marvel they've got lucasfilm they mm. just bought fox like most of it you know it gets ridiculous and then you see this and you think well microsoft by ea that leaves you with what sony ubisoft nintendo yeah and activision Activision Blizzard. So it's a similar thing. I always like reminding people that Fiat owns Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, it's just quite know. funny. It's, it's it's you know it's there's all this as well as all the still the thing with Vivendi trying to buy Ubisoft. The hostile takeover still going on in the background. Yeah. Um, as it does. As it does. Yeah. And it's just sort of the, the idea of Microsoft buying EA. It's like I get it, and it would probably be a smart business move for them. Um, yeah, but it's I just it's not I, a good sign for the rest of us, really. Yeah, I think the thing is that people need to, what I, what a lot of people online have been worried about is a lot of people are missing the distinction that it would be Microsoft buying EA and not Xbox. Yeah. Because a lot of people say, but oh, the Battlefield will only be on Xbox. It's like no. It's just that Microsoft will make the money when you buy it on your PlayStation or on Origin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's just so it's obviously there would probably be some bias within EA under Microsoft to be a bit more Xbox friendly. But um Yeah. You would imagine yeah. that it would it would start to dictate the creative vision moving forward on what yeah. projects they pursue and what dev teams do, what and stuff like that, yeah, and yeah I just, in a I, way that's completely different to how they would act as an independent company. Yeah, I think it's the thing. A lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, we always think of EA and Ubisoft. You know, they're, oh, they're the big dogs. They're huge. They're, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. are, but yeah, they are they are still independent companies. You know, it's like they are their own. Yeah, beings. They, they're huge for video game companies, but they're yeah. not huge compared to Microsoft. Oh, of course. Or, or even Sony, which is yeah. a massive company over and above everything else, even if, if it's uh, not as big as Microsoft. What if, it, what if next week we hear that Sony are also thinking about it and we get into a bidding war? Oh, dear. Who's going to buy EA? And then EA just like, we're not for sale, motherfuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the, the thing with that is that I think EA is currently valued at like 35, 35 billion. 35 billion, yeah. It, was that dollars or euros or something Doolers, yeah Do- dollars yeah Doolerine, you think well yes. you know microsoft's big enough they could easily do that oh yeah you know with, without drop, without drop bre- the ocean yeah without breaking a sweat sony would struggle a bit more to mm. pay that up front for something even if they yeah. could manage it but like bidding war just wouldn't happen it would get nah, I know. It, it, it would yeah. reach a certain point as sony would just go nah <laughs> it's not happening yeah 
Because they're not, you know, RBS. <laughs> new. <laughs> trying to do stupid things. No. Back in the day. I we politics reference like this. No, I don't. We should just fold. If if that's going to happen, let's just fold everything in under one co- company and we'll call it video games. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck it. Uh, Let's uh, just get Nintendo to buy everything. <laughs> then then every then all of our grandparents will always be correct. Are you playing your Nintendo? Yes. Yes, Nan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- that's 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 how you judge generations. Grandparents say Nintendo, mm. my parents say PlayStation. <laughs> well, yeah, it's <laughs> Re- interesting. Regardless of what it is, and then it I was, think the generation yeah. below me it would be an Xbox. Are you playing your yeah, Xbox? Well, like, no, it's a yeah. PlayStation. No, that's the th- that happened to me. Someone, I, I, I can't remember where it was, but it was someone that, sort of my mum's age, and she said, oh, yeah, I can go. I was like, oh, I'm off home. I think I was down at the pub or something. So like, oh, I'm off home. She's like, oh, I'm going to go play your Xbox. And I was like, you just called it an Xbox. I was like, I was like hmm. I was like, interesting. Yeah, Why is think- Nintendo not the go-to? I was like, hmm. Probably because our kid. Also, is... fuck you! I have a PlayStation, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one that I'm going to be playing. Indeed. Probably not for very long because I'll have a PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah, well, depending no. on what you're doing, just making I, a funny oh, reference to. I I, I I hooked my I brought that my TV upstairs and hooked my PC up to it. I pl- I pl- I saw The Witcher in 4K, Adam. Oh, was it good? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, this is the thing though right this is, here's the thing um, 4K is really cool it's really great uh, very 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 excellent for films TV viewing definitely and a lot of the games that utilise it well utilise it well but overall here's the thing when you're on PC and you play a game and you play it on a monitor if you're running that game at the monitor's native resolution it's basically going to look exactly the same as if you were running it at 1080p on a 1080p monitor and that was what I noticed I ran The Witcher 3 on the my 4K TV and I went yep yeah, it's just it basically looks exactly the same as when I'm running it at 1080p but the frame rate's worse <laughs> and I was just like hmm yeah it's curious, <laughs> I, but I think a big part of that is because uh, The Witcher Three has got it's got high resolution assets and stuff. Yeah, but the, they, the the updated they're not it quite four K. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're two K. I think they're two K resolution um, textures. So it's funny the game actually looks better on the lower resolution monitor um, at native resolution. So same same story with Assassin's Creed Origins. It, the assets just aren't quite at the level for 4K to really wow. Um, Battlefield One, different story. That looked insane at true for uh, an actual 2160p. Uh, I kind of cried a little bit. Same story with Hitman, because um, Jesus, that that looked. Immense yeah. and in well, HDR as well. small, smaller boxes for those, isn't it? Yeah, I, I know yeah, ba- exactly. Battlefield. It's quite, it's a big Battlefield that you get to play around in, but it's yeah. not Witcher but, or Assassin's Creed. No, scale. no, it's, that's true. And yeah. also, it's just it's the Frostbite engine. It's just the way it processes stuff. 
and the assets yeah. and the photo. It always looks good, even if it's an yeah. absolute bitch to develop on and from the, what everyone the, the, says. The the the, uh, the photo geographical graphic scanning technology that they use to scan in rocks and trees and stuff and textures. It's just you know the result is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is kind of that that thing where you know I I mean the thing is is kind of when you're running at that such a high resolution like that. You kind of you don't need any um, MSSAA or anything. You don't need any kind of uh, 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 edge smoothing processing from your graphics engine anymore because the image is resolving to such high pixel count. You can't see the jagged edges anymore. <laughs> that the anti-aliasing? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah. No, 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 because no. the anti-aliasing is ha- about the resolving of the textures. Uh, this is like your FXAA and your SMASATXAA and all the that's me- meaning, smoothing. That's meaningless gobbledygook to me. It's, it's <laughs> those edge, letters, I don't, I don't edge, know what those mean. <laughs> it's edge smoothing. Right. Making, jag- making, making edges look smoother instead of looking like lots of polygons. You know, so... I'm going to send you a fucking video and an article that explains what all these settings do. <laughs> Is it Digital Foundry so, by chance? Maybe. I know PC Gamer have got a great article rundown of PC settings and what they mean. Yeah, well... Th- I'll send you that be, so that yeah. you can educate. Yeah, that, that would be helpful. Because it, yeah. it, I know I kind of understand what you mean with edge smoothing, but when you're listing off your acronym, you're just like, no. I know anti-aliasing. I've seen that. I know that's a thing. Well, f- for anyone, for, for listeners who who are familiar uh, with PC settings, they'll know that a lot of what I said was utter bollocks because I've forgotten what some of the acronyms are. But I got <laughs> that, two, I got, that, re- that really helps, yes. Thanks no, for that. No, but I got at least two of them right. I, I got enough of them right so that people would know what I'm on about. Yeah, people who knew would know, and the rest of us are going, what the fuck? <laughs> Does any of that mean? Ed smoothing, great. Right. Here we go. I'm sending it to you on Facebook. Excellent. I'll look at that later. You better. <laughs> I will. I'll give me something to read at some point. Oh, I'll be doing, you know, nothing. Read it. Nah. Educate myself because it's good to learn some of this stuff. Oh no, yeah, it's anti-aliasing. What was I thinking? Son of a bitch. So much for Mister. I know the most. No, I tell you what my my idiocy. I tell you where my idiocy came from. It's because I I've been in my head as, uh, associating anti-aliasing purely with uh, texture resolving. So how the clarity of the textures that get displayed on top of texture resolution and quality, but anti-aliasing also is to do with not only that but also your edge smoothing and everything. Yeah. But um. Yeah, my bad. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Never mind. He gives a Sorry, shit. We, we solved the mystery. That's fine. We all get things wrong. At least I corrected myself on the podcast instead yeah. of just letting people sit and go, ah, well, you're we wrong. Could, you you would have figured that out and we could have had that be the follow-up <laughs> next week's show. Just a wee correction. But I'm actually impressed oh, that I knew the, that that's the, what anti aliasing was the for. The texture filtering thing I'm thinking of, if we were thinking of, is anisotropic filtering. Anistropic. Or however you pronounce it. Anistropic. Anistropic. Or is it A N I? Anisotropic. 
Anisotropic. An- anisotropic, yeah. That's the one about resolving textures. Anti-aliasing does affect that as well, but it's more about edge smoothing. There we go. Yeah. So you, you do anti-aliasing I'm, and then you add the other thing on top yeah, to make it look th- even cooler. I think I'm right, or vice yeah. versa, whatever, yeah. Yeah, we're not Yay. game developers. That's blatantly can, obvious. <laughs> we, we don't know smart things. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, oh, we're all right. We'll, we'll be fine. What we do know, we are smart. We know that Microsoft buying EA is bad. <laughs> Bad, don't do that. Yes, it's bad. It's not a good idea. At Why all. don't you, Microsoft, instead of uh, buying up another publishing and developing company, why don't you just stop closing down your in-house ones? Yeah, well, that would help. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's all sorts of suggestions of why you might or why Microsoft might want to buy you and. It doesn't necessarily make sense when you think of it as just Xbox, as you mm. said. But when you think of Microsoft, they're primarily a software company. That's what they do yeah. with their Windows and their Office and all the rest of it. But imagine yeah. booting up the next Battlefield. Well, no, there's going to be one this year. But imagine booting... Say, say this deal go, this happens. They buy EA and then a couple of years down the road, you you bought Battlefield and you're putting it on your PlayStation and... As the logos all show up, we see Microsoft, Microsoft, EA, an EA studio or EA Studios, Microsoft, whatever developer, yeah. or something like that. Uh, you know, it'd be... I'm scared, Adam. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't the, do words. Part of the thinking when you think of them as just a software company is the idea. You know, Xbox are doing Games Pass. With your, you pay a subscription and you get access to games. EA have already been doing that with EA Access. Yeah. And it's a kind of, well, it's a good way of bolstering all of that by pulling EA's titles into it because then you've got access to, you know, all the sports ones of FIFA and everything else. You know, that we said for the last few years that the ideal way of moving FIFA forward is to make it a subscription kind of thing where you get yeah. updates to, you know, the teams and the kits every year and whatever else and all that kind of stuff. And then every so often they do a proper big update to the engine and the gameplay modes and whatever yeah. else. And they just roll it forward so you're not dropping 50 quid every year on it if you want to buy buying yeah. it. You can just... There's, there's not enough money in that for them. Well... Because everyone is still dropping 50 quid on it. Yeah, every well, year. The, the place that they make their money now is Ultimate Team and all the rest of it. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah which is an, another whole ball game that that would fold in perfectly mm. with Microsoft's you know ideas because it's a fully software based thing. Yeah, I mean, if you, you, you're right about that with the EA Access thing because it's like it does sort of, oh, well, yeah, sort of, they're, they're friendly in that sense. But I mean, EA Access is. Sony didn't want it. That's the only reason it's not on PlayStation. They were just like, yeah. nah. Yeah, because they're doing their now, own cool thing. Yeah. yeah, but I still don't understand why they said no. Because they're doing PlayStation now. Yeah, That's supposed but they to be PlayStation the thing. now. PlayStation now doesn't have any EA titles on it because EA have EA access. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, it gives a fuck. <laughs> How many people use PlayStation now, anyway? Obviously enough for them to keep it open, but not that many, surely. It's I do like, think... PlayStation now's 
went on the back burner a bit and it's turned yeah. into a little bit more of a almost like a a beta project you know in progress they're mm. they're deliberately using it and it's a service that does for the most part work as intended yeah. and as advertised but they're using it to kind of you know get the information and stuff that they yeah, need I mean, so I, that they I, can build something it. in in the future that's going yeah. to be even better because there's no way that they're not working on a updated version of PSN oh absolutely absolutely I think it's something I've said a couple of times in Facebook groups and stuff I think that's going to be the the big push when they come round to PlayStation 5 is the PSN is going to get a massive update mm. of some description, which I would personally think would be we've unplugged the old one and built this new one. Yeah. <laughs> or we're, we've built this new one and then that's going to launch and everyone's going to move across there and in about a year's time, we're going to burn the old one down <laughs> and it's just going to disappear because it's not f really fit for purpose in a lot of ways because it's it wasn't... It's cobbled together as a response to live and not really designed, you know, to be built on in the future because they didn't really, yeah. no one really understood what it was going to turn into the way online gaming's changed in the console space and stuff with live and how PSN's used now. So building a, a purpose-built thing with that vision and the vision of the future in mind will be a big boon for them. I think yeah. PS now the streaming technology and stuff that goes into all of that will form a kind of big part of that because they'll have been working away on the kinks and working on ways to make it have less latency issues and lag and all the rest of it and make it better yeah. because they've had it out in public hands all this time so mm. they'll have streams and streams of data to use to to build all of that stuff and make it work properly in a way they couldn't do if they were just beta testing stuff yeah it's fair it's fair that's just me rambling on. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, and the way the way with what I want them to do, pretty much. <laughs> I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I know I said about PlayStation now, like who's using it, but um, I think it's good that they have it. It's a cool service. It's a cool system. Yeah. It's great proof of concept. Because I mean, the way like GeForce now is something that Nvidia are currently beta testing, which is game streaming to your computer, no matter what computer you've got, and it's like playing the latest and greatest games at full settings just streamed straight to your PC from, you know, as long as you have the internet connection for it. Um, and well, so the idea being that they could set up, like, the top-end brilliant PCs and well, you would no, just stream them. Yeah, end. this is what they have. They have, like, yeah. these server bays, banks and banks of computers that have got, like, stupid graphics cards in them titans and quadros and stuff you know yeah, the benefit um, of being the company that makes those well of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're they're streaming those games to you with you know and you're getting the absolute max performance that you could possibly get just off of their system yeah. um and from what i've read online apparently it works really well apparently yeah. it's pretty great um i'm so, on an, an interesting bait. move yeah, I, I'm I'm on the the waiting list to get to try it out because I want to run, uh, you know, Hitman at max settings on my MacBook streamed over the internet. Yeah, um, see how it works. 
Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, it's, it's an interesting thing because that's that's taking the you know streaming technology and stuff that we've seen and cranking it up quite a well, bit yeah, to make course, to make that work because of what I talked about with latency and lag and all the rest of it. That can have a major problem with games that you don't get with like yeah. video content. Well, this is yeah. the thing because with with Nvidia doing it, yeah, they're the big guns. Yeah, really. And it's like they're the graphics card people. That's exactly that's who they are. It's like they're 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 the big guns. It's like if they get it working properly, and working well, it's like then it's going to catch on. Um, and I I mean, there's a lot of the 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 thinking behind the next kind of generation of game console is that it's a box that you stream your games on. You don't go to the store and buy them anymore. You just you know, you, you, you go, oh, I want to play Battlefield. So I buy the access to Battlefield, and now, I'm stream- and now I stream Battlefield straight to my PlayStation 5, and that's it, and it runs stupendously well, and it's all yeah. about your internet connection. Um, that's where we're going to be that, let down well, yeah. and left behind, unfortunately, but uh, well, yeah, I can see you doing at that. At the moment, yeah, but yeah. in the long run, that yeah. is probably the way that gaming is going to go. Yeah, it's, um, it makes sense to do it that way because it takes away the need for... It lowers the barrier to entry massively because the only way you're going to run a game on a PC at full max settings just now is by spending a lot of money on it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. And this is the, the, the thing is, is you they've, they've demoed it at CEX. Uh, not CEX, CES, excuse me. Um, getting my acronyms mixed up again. Yeah, one's a but, shop and one's a trade show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nvidia showed off G- GeForce Now running on like super cheap, super affordable laptops and notebooks and stuff, and it was running really well and running games at you know mad settings. And it's just like it, it's cool. That's what yeah. it is. The, the the dream would be to be able to do that with virtually nothing else other than a monitor. That that would be cool, yeah. And yeah. if if Nvidia get their way, that might be what happens because they unveiled their the monitor, their proprietary monitor. It's a sixty five inch four K display that is just like it's fucking huge, purely <laughs> for gaming, basically, and yeah. and content creation. And it's got it's mad. It looks insane. It looks amazing. Um, I can imagine that just being rolled out to everyone, and you just you buy your whatever monitor you want, and it'll yeah. have the Nvidia thing in it. And yeah, so, yeah. if you need one, you'll have your own regular PC that you just do your Microsoft Word or whatever on it, or yeah, you know, or your YouTube browsing, whatever it is that you happen to be doing on it, whether you I use it for work thing... or stuff. Or, and that, but you won't need to spend with gaming in mind. Mm. You just have. Well, I just got a monitor that's got the Nvidia Now thing, we symbol sticker on it. Yeah, and then you just it's built into it basically. So you just click yeah. on the the thing and you go bink. There you go, done. Yeah, the the, be- the 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 cool thing with the the GeForce now is it you're not buying your games again. You basically you log in with Steam. Yeah, you just you play your Steam games on it. Yeah, so basically you log into Steam on their yeah. super massive yeah. brilliant computer it's and then stream the basically. game to wherever you happen to be. Exactly. I really yeah. want to see if I'll get accepted because what I'd like to do is I'd like to I get the monitor back up here and. Um, Oh, sorry, not the monitor. It's a TV. I call it. I call them all monitors. Well, it is technically a monitor, isn't it? But um, I get that back up here, and I'll play like some mad games at 4K using their Titans or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. But um, 
uh, obviously the unfortunate thing is you are limited by your internet but I think the the idea of content streaming directly to you that's the way we're going I mean we see it it's the the theorized way that everybody interacts with technology and you know whenever we see stuff in Black Mirror or or any sort of sci-fi show that's set in the future or the near future the distant future it's like you have a phone and you can have any phone that you have or whatever and it's just like it just it just works it just runs the stuff because it streams it from higher end hardware i think it's where we'll see the decline of of the enthusiast pc because like you say we'll maybe we'll just have a monitor and it's got a tegra x chip in it and a you have a wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse and a gamepad and that's it and you just stream your entire computer to it maybe or or may you know we we'll, we dial it back and everyone just you know low end low power very efficient just kind of word processing chipsets in every computer and then oh well it, i want to play it, some it games turns, uh, it turns gaming pcs into console prices yeah 400 quid Exactly. Go, done it's, PC that's perfectly capable of streaming that stuff. Yeah. And doing your basic internet browsing and office crap. Exactly. Yeah. It, all, it, it all kind of it falls back to we'll see the return of the idea of the Steam machine, and it will yeah. work that t- that 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 tech that second time round when this streaming stuff is yeah ready. Because, because it's not. Here is a stupidly complex array of steam machines that yeah. are specifically designed to do this stuff. It's just, here is a computer, and oh, by the way, you can use this service and you get yeah. whatever game you want. You n- never worry about upgrades ever again. <laughs> I think I think if, if NVIDIA can perfect it, um, not that you can perfect anything, but if they get it right, I think it might, it might be the end for, Invi- for AMD, really. In, in the long run because unless they bring out a competitive uh, streaming service of their own which I don't think they really have the ability to do because AMD are even now a very small company um, are you know, th- I, is I AMD know. one of the ones that's owned by someone or is it still independent I think they're still independent I can't remember that. there was another chip company that got bought a couple of years uh, ago now I thought that was AMD, but it might not have been. I'm going to check, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. The, the point being is AMD are still really small compared to the massive might of Nvidia in the market. Because AMD's kind of their base point is the fact that their chips are almost as good, but definitely cheaper. Mm. than NVIDIA's cards. And if we're not buying the cards anymore, that's not really a problem. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. So uh, the the focus shifts to what is the best possible graphics computer thing that you can get. And it'll yeah. be the way things are just now. It'll be NVIDIA's stuff. So as you say, unless AMD mm. can replicate the streaming service and then ramp up their chipset designs and stuff to match NVIDIA or outdo them they're kind of in the shit really. <laughs> kind of, well I mean I'm thinking about it now but AMD might have a foothold in it because to be fair to them AMD chipsets are what are running everybody's Playstations and Xbox right now Oh yeah because so, it's, 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 it's a AMD. custom AMD chip, it's yeah, the Jaguar chip. J- Jaguar things yeah. with 
various numbers of cores and stuff. Yeah. Because they're low power. Yeah. Compared to the NVIDIA ones. And let's be real, let's talk, you know, let's yeah, not beat yeah. around the bush. Very impressive chipset. Yeah, yeah no. The, the no, level no, of stuff that the developers have been able to get out yeah. of these boxes is pretty great. Yeah, um, it's not knocking the quality of AMD. Oh, it's no, just of course, that, of course. That, that's just the, the way they're kind of positioned. There's the. If you were to go like down the list of your flagship and down the levels, as it were, if this is level eight of your chipsets. You know, the NVIDIA one's going to be slightly better, but the AMD one's going to be cheaper. Yeah. And a wee bit more accessible and a wee bit less power hungry and whatever else, which makes you yeah, building again, like, your PC a little bit easier, I think. Yeah, again, but when when we're talking about the streaming arena, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So I was just meaning I'm not knocking AMD's quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that that's the kind of the way they're positioned as the market stands now. But if the streaming stuff's happening and we're not buying the graphics cards because we don't need to because we're just streaming stuff mm. there's no that, that eliminates that problem entirely and there's no scope for well ours are just cheaper you know but i'm not buying any so now nvidia's mm. are free <laughs> minus whatever the subscription is for the the service the, or yeah the, the, the service yeah. cost of the thing which is if you're using it all the time or if you're Picking it up and putting it down, you can just get it and cancel oh, it. And opt in, opt out. Yeah, yeah you, you can just yeah, do it to suit your life. Then, yeah. and that's that's even easier. I mean, I mean, it's like yeah, like I said, the feedback from CES is sort of everyone who's kind of covered it. I think they all the the the, the thing that everybody said that I remember everybody saying anyway is that everyone was surprised. They're like, Nvidia are insane that they're not charging anyone for this. So it's a free thing. You just download it. So it's ridiculous. They should be charging people for this, given the quality of it. But <laughs> oh, imagine know, it's, it's mad. It's free now because it's not a thing. Well, well, maybe, but even then, it's like, like GeForce Experience, for example. It's a really powerful tool for recording your gameplay, rec- recording your desktop, you know, and streaming and stuff. And it's like, obviously. It's kind of minimal. The, let's talk streaming for a second. It's kind of minimal in what sort of stuff you can do with it. But the fact of the matter is, GeForce Experience lets you stream to Twitch or Mixer or or YouTube or whatever for nothing for free. That's it. You just get it and you go. And it's like and and whereas if you want to, you know, the 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 choice that most people use for their streaming. A lot of people use OBS, which is cool. I'm using OBS right now, as you know. So I use it to do stuff as well. It's great, great uh, bit of software. But it's like the the kind of the go-to for most like professional streamers and stuff is XSplit, which is a paid software. You pay for XSplit. You can get a free version, but you can't do a lot with it. So yeah, it's the, like the usual degree out of all the cool stuff that you actually yeah, want to use. Of course. It's a upgrade now. Yeah, but... Yeah. If you want to just get a really good, really quality streaming setup, and you're not bothered about anim- animated uh, annotations and banners and all that sort of stuff, then Nvidia, sh- you know, in- oh, it's called Nvidia Share now, isn't it? Not Shadowplay. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to see it, Nvidia shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, exactly Shit's the opposite. all over it. <laughs> exactly the opposite. If you have an, Inv- if you have. Yeah. NVIDIA graphics cards 
or card, if you have an NVIDIA graphics card, then you have Shadow Play. Sorry, NVIDIA Share. Shadow Play was a cooler name. Fuck them. Yeah. The <laughs> GeForce like, Experience streaming dude, I think. Whatever, yeah. But it's like, that's a phenomenal tool, and it's amazing. And especially like recording quality on it. I've recorded stuff in the past on vi- gameplay yeah. videos and stuff. No, my friends amazing. have done that with uh, like Fortnite, their wins yeah. and stuff like that. Because you can set yeah. it up, it'll just record like just record. the last 10 I've minutes and stuff. stuff. Yeah. And as well, it records really high quality video. Very, we The video itself, quite low compression. So the actual quality of the video that you get to watch back is great. Yeah. You know, almost as good as watching it yourself, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, like in real time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and the file sizes are tiny as well. Like within the grand scheme of things. Like I recorded once about two hours worth of, of footage in a game. I think it was, it might have been The Witcher 3 or something. Um, and it was like full HD, 60 FPS, when this was when they'd introduced the ability to record at home frame rates as well. Uh, uh, two hours. What do you reckon the file size was? For two hours of video? Wait. Two hours of full HD, 1080p, 60 frames a second video. Video. With that, with a game that's dense game, and full audio. of stuff. Yeah. Uh, two hours? Probably, I don't know, 500 megabytes? A gig? Something like that. Oh, you, 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 you lowballed me. I thought you were going to go higher than that. <laughs> well, because you said they were tiny. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I did. Yeah, I, I set myself up for failure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, was, it was about it was about two point five gigs. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, which is insane, <laughs> really. Um, yeah, but considering that is raw footage of everything, because it. Yeah. And I'm presuming if you had your mic plugged in, it would record all that as well. Yeah. If and you, even now, okay. the recent recent update to it is you can split your audio channels down. So you can record your mm. microphone and your game audio completely separately. Perfect. And, That's exactly and, uh, what yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. And regardless of what you get out of that, if you're doing, if you're making videos up, you're doing, having it split out like that means you can clean up the audio a lot better yeah. on each part. And tinker with it to give you an even better end product if you're doing that and putting that effort in yourself, regardless of what NVIDIA gives you, which is obviously pretty good anyway. Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's cool though. I'm excited about the streaming future we're heading to. Oh. I think it's going to be cool. <laughs> I can't wait to stream Battlefield. Three again. <laughs> Is that, that, that's the official title confirmed tonight on the the Rattling Podcast. Battlefield Three again. <laughs> I'd buy Battlefield Three again if they wanted to re-release it all prettied up again. Oh boy, I love that game. Yeah, it was good fun. I enjoyed that. Should we move on? Yes, I think we can. Shall we, we move we, on? Yeah. So I, th- I think we can, because we've kind of lost where we were going. <laughs> we, we've chatted that conversation. We all the, oh Yeah, we've rattled on and suddenly thought, I can't remember where this was going. 
this podcast is weird it's floaty we're you're we're both i think we're both tired and i'm very hungry <laughs> yeah that probably doesn't help yeah, yeah. But, but it's it's fine we're 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 rattling through yeah <laughs> uh, well, we'll move on then. We've got our what we've been watching and playing and stuff. Mm. And I'm going to start with the uh, Ark Survival Evolved, which Ooh. I've gotten back into a little bit recently. It's a game I could never get to grips with. Yeah, it's something that we've talked about playing together at some point, yeah. and teaching you how to actually do it. Yeah, especially yeah. now. It, this is the first time I think I've played it since it left early access. Maybe maybe I did play it before that. The, it's the first time in quite a while I've played it because it, it was originally an early access game. I played it quite a bit during that, on and off. You know, just we'd play it for like a month and then mm. get something would go horribly wrong as it does, and you think, oh, screw this, because <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's PvP and stuff. So you'd spend ages building your base and getting everything sorted out and all that, and then someone would come and blow up. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's all part of the fun, but you think, oh, right, that's me done <laughs> for now, and I'll come back to it. And that's, that's kind of the relationship I've had with it is you'd play it for like a month with, you know, really a lot, and then you would have with four or five months of a break <laughs> and then come back to it every so often, we'd play it. So I'm, I'm in a playing it I'm, phase. I'm, I'm looking at it on Steam at the minute. I, I think I've bought and had this game refunded about three times because <laughs> I've bought it on sales and been like oh yeah give it a go and then I start playing again it's a wank and then I just get it refunded because yeah. one of the things I've noticed is since it's left early access it, it runs so much better does it run better? Oh, yeah. well, they, yeah. they've made I'm a load not, of improvements to it in that sense I'm which it would make it. sense because they've released the game now <laughs> yeah I'm not going to buy it anytime soon because they want 50 quid for it at the minute yeah no. that, because, it because it's actually out whereas I think yeah. it's like maybe twenty pound or something. Yeah, and it was an well, early access. It, it it always shows up in um the sales in the sales. So yeah. I'm gonna I'll just bung it in my wish list, and so I will get alerted. Yeah. So if it, if if the price is right, next time it shows up on sale, I'll pick it up, and we can do something in it. Yeah, because I think that'll, but that'll we'll add fun. it to the list of things I'm not determined enough to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, what have you been playing or watching or reading? Oh, I was going to talk a bit more about Ark because it's fun. Oh, gone. Yeah, like the the picture I sent you that my friend he happened to be online when I was off at work or whatever. You know, because he's a student, so mm. he has a different schedule to me. That is <laughs> yeah, fair. He, he sent us a picture on Facebook into the group chat, and it was just like, yeah, when you're walking home to your base and you find this, and there's a picture our wee house is you know in the background he's standing there and in between is this massive giant electric wyvern <laughs> which is absolutely freaking huge and terrifying looking because it has electricity on its wings <laughs> Jesus yeah when I cool. sent the picture to you after adding the words holy fuck <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, I didn't uh, recognise what the game was <laughs> like, what the fuck game is that you like Ark I was like whoa yeah, it's, they've changed so much. It's, the, the graphics have been updated and, and everything. It's much improved now that it's released in quotes. Um, yeah. But it's, it's just been it's been a good laugh getting back into it. I, I just like the, the the variety to it all. You know, we're just decking about doing stuff, and then people have came by. There, 
one of the dinosaurs that spawns near us, uh, creatures in the game, is a type of otter thing. Oh. Uh, I don't know what it's actually called in the game, but it's basically it's an otter. And some people from like the biggest tribe and the this, the whole entire server came by looking for one, <laughs> and, you know, and just found us presumably because they've looked online and thought, right, this is one of the spawn areas where we'll find one. So they were floating about, and uh, you know, I'm just going about collecting rocks and stuff so I can make something. And, and then I, I crack one of the rocks, and then I turn round and there's a fucking griffin. <laughs> <laughs> just flying in front of me and you're like heart attack moment and the guy didn't that's on it didn't say anything and just flew off and you're like oh thank god <laughs> oh, just, sounds like fun man oh it's great I mean sounds, yeah. the, the very first time we played it uh, my two friends had started before me and got me mm. into it with their their tales of what they were doing. And they, basically, what happened is they found a, a place where the you know there's a river that runs through, and then you can go up the the beach, and then there's a kind of cliff on quite a yeah. steep hill that you can go up onto the side. And then in the middle of the river, there was a wee island kind of bit that's really tall, and the only way to really get to it was to build a bridge from the cliff side across it. And that's where we built our base the first time. And so they'd spent, you know, like 30 hours or something building this bridge <laughs> and generally dicking about in the game, as you do, uh, sorting all that out. And then I joined, and the first thing I did was build irrigation <laughs> and loads of stone pipes about the place so that I didn't have to run down to the river to drink water. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> There's a poop button in that game. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Blows my mind. Well, it's actually because it's useful. You need it for fertilizer and stuff. Oh. If you're growing crops, which you need to do if you want to do certain things, you you can get seeds for vegetables or like narco berries, which you use to make narcotics for knocking stuff out with, <laughs> uh, so that you can tame the dinosaurs in it. Or you get vegetables that you can turn into soups that heal you, or stuff that you can feed to actual dinosaurs that tames them quicker and stuff like that. So there's all sorts of crazy levels to all of this that you can do. But I just thought it was hilarious because I spent ages trying to work out how to build my stone pipe <laughs> pipes all the way up, and you get your you know vertical pieces and all that, and you've got to jigsaw it together. And then yeah. I got so high, and then realised, well, I can't place any higher than that because. You can only, oh. you know, because I'm only, you know, like two inches tall compared to, <laughs> you know, the like 10 feet yeah. of space above me, I think. So I can only put like three pipes up. So I had to build like ladders up and then had to like jump off <laughs> and do it and try not kill myself and all Fucking that. Hell. It was a good learning experience. I just thought it's yeah. it's hysterical. I wish I had pictures of it now of like the, all the the crazy bridge that they'd built and how tall it was. And it was up dead high and all that. And then there's just these pipes <laughs> haphazardly constructed up <laughs> next. <laughs> that was my initial contribution. It was great. Oh dear! Uh, such a oh, stupid game. Oh bloody hell! Guess what? What? It's on sale on Humble Store. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I'm not buying it. I'm not doing it. Nah, sorry, you don't need to. But yeah. It's a good laugh, though, if it's the sort of yeah. game you're into, running about yeah, doing I, that stuff. It's, it's one of those ones that it's got to play it with people. Yeah. That, that's, got to play it with people. That makes a big difference, having at least a few friends that you're going to be on with regularly. Because the, the, the thing with it is, obviously, 
your player avatar exists in the game even when you're logged out so you're just yeah. unconscious so you need to build yourself a house and stash yourself away and all that so that you don't just get killed if you have can anything build, worth not dying for well, otherwise you can just log out and it doesn't matter can i build a hole in the ground no you can't do that i don't like fucking you, get out mate oh you can do all sorts there's caves you can go into a cave and be nah. in that <laughs> on a hole in the ground with a shack on top of it yeah it's not minecraft well, it better be. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft can... had its super pretty update yet. Oh, I've not I've heard anything about that. Apparently, apparently, you're gonna have to pay to get that. Well, I, I heard it's it's like a an add on the super pretty graphics pack. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> That's the response it gets from me anyway. Because I, I don't play. I, it. <laughs> I haven't played Minecraft in a long time. Good game though. Back it back. I had a lot of fun with that back in the day. Oh, no, I can't imagine. Uh, it's just one of those that don't, I'm not really that keen oh, on calm the, down. The, I'm not the trying blockiness. to make you play Minecraft. Chill no, out. No, I'm just... We're chatting on a podcast. Adam, chill out. I'm chilled. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. You sounded very chilled, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which makes <laughs> you realise you're more... <laughs> it's one of those, the ch- chiller you sound in that scenario, the anger you seem... <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I <laughs> am chilled. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Uh, anyway, what have you been playing, watching, doing stuff? Oh, it's a better thing. Yes. I've watched many things. Good. I've been That's playing many things. Let's start with what I've been playing. Um, I haven't been back to Final Fantasy yet. I want to. But every time I sort of go, I really want to play Final Fantasy, I'm like, it's kind of late and I'm tired. And I'm just like, I'm not awake enough to play Final Fantasy. Yeah, I do that all the time with stuff. It's really annoying. It's, yeah. it's part of being like responsible when you think, no, I should You're go to bed up. because I need to get up. And you think, yeah, what's happened to my life? <laughs> yeah, I I'm judging, judging by the next sort of week or so, I'm not going to get a lot of time. So I probably won't get to play it anytime soon. But um, I went out the other day... Uh, it's after I'd been around Kai's and seen his TV and fixed it for him. Uh, <laughs> we played some we played some Call of Duty World War 2 because he has it. He's a big Call of Duty fan. He has all of them. Uh which is cool. Like what you like, all about that. Uh but we played like the zombies mode on it. Split screen. It's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with it. And then um where it, sort of he let me have a little mull about on the multiplayer. And I sort of it I realised that that was the itch I've been having. I was like, I, I want to play some Call of Duty. Um, and uh, something I haven't wanted to do in a while. So I took the two copies of Call of Duty I had uh, and I traded them in and picked up World War Two cheap. Um, which is sort of... I've done that forever. I've always sort of done that. I've, when Call of Duty's come out, I trade in my old ones when I get the new one. Keep moving forward with it. Uh I played World War Two. I gotta say the campaign is pretty great. I had a really good time with the campaign. And the sto- I thought the story was quite good. I thought the set pieces it had were quite good. It pa- it was paced quite well, um, and it sort of it managed to strike a really good balance between the old school kind of Call of Duty, where it's like wave after wave after wave of enemies will come at you, and you have to push through them. And if you if you just hide behind the corner and keep shooting them they're just going to keep coming um yeah. it, it it doesn't do that it's like it feels like it does but at, at a point you will run out of nazis to shoot in in areas and it's like oh cool 
Um, it's got some that. really interesting. It's got a couple of really cool stealth sections in it. There's one where you are you you take the role of a French resistance fighter in Paris. Um, and she, you play as her. You, it's the. It starts off with you and the car. You're in disguise, going to like I think it's an embassy or a hotel or something where the the Nazis have basically set up uh, uh, their offices for running Paris. And um, the, there's a, there's a couple of moments where you have to answer questions about your cover. You get you get shown this is your cover story. Um, and it comes up and you walk through this building and you're kind of, you're, you're in disguise as a Nazi, uh, uh, not officer, um, but person, sort of yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's really, it's a really interesting stealth se- section and it builds and it's quite tense at times. And I was like, I, I had a really good time with that. And there's a, there's a, some other ones later on in it. Um, it's really good looking as a game. Which is something I haven't said about Call of Duty in a long time, but it's a ve- this one is very pretty, um, and especially its its HDR support is really the HDR implementation is really well done, and it just it's it's kind of it looks realistic but kind of very cinematic as Call of Duty always has done. It always looks like a big kind of blockbuster film, but like th- the cutscenes particularly. There was a couple of moments where it would cut into a cutscene, and I honestly thought it was a live-action film. So I was like, "Whoa, damn, Sledgehammer! You work that engine!" And um, it 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 you know it cut back into the gameplay, and it's like it looks yeah, it's very good looking. It feels good to play. Um, I think I talked about the beta back when that was on last year when we were on the old podcast. I talked about that, and I said it didn't feel right. Something about the aiming was off at the time, but that seems to have been amended since then because I've been having a great time with it and I've played a bit of the multiplayer and it's fun and uh, I I feel good because I was like, oh, I'm good at Call of Duty when I don't have a jetpack and everyone else doesn't have a jetpack. Yeah, when it's not ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, but no, it's it's Mm. been I've had a good time with it and I'm enjoying it and uh, so I've been playing that and uh, that was about it. Um, But I've been watching stuff. I finally watched Justice League. Oh, I still um, haven't bothered with it. Because I didn't bother watching it at the cinema. It's fine. That's it. It's, is it it's, is it DC fine or is it fine in general? <laughs> um, if you catch my meaning on that one, yeah, I don't. I don't know. As a DC film, it's like it's it's pretty good. But as a film, it's fine. It's not as good as Wonder Woman. Because. Wonder Woman as a film, as a story, made more sense than Justice League does. Characters make really dumb decisions in this film. It's really weird. The pacing's off. Um, uh, we're meant to think that they're mates and have bonded at the end, and I don't feel it. Superman's o- overpowered. He's not in it that much. Uh, yeah, the the classic week. the classic spoiler that they put on the fucking box of the DVD yeah. <laughs> in Blu-ray, and you think, well, well done, well, well done. Yeah, not I that d- it wasn't spoiled by all the news stories about his bloody mustache. <laughs> well, yeah, no, doesn't look as bad as you think, and I think it's literally only in, in like three scenes. 
It's in the opening scene, which is really weird, as it goes, it's like a kid is filming him. Uh, it's very obvious there. I think uh, the problem with it is people fixated on it at the time because it was yeah, in the news constantly in yeah, like IGN sure. and stuff about yeah, like the ludicrous amount of CGI on his face just to get rid of his stupid yeah, moustache. Yeah, you can tell, but at the same time, like it doesn't. It's not great, but it's not awful. Yeah, if you didn't, if you, know what I mean. if you didn't have it pointed out, you probably wouldn't have noticed it. Probably not, but I think even if no one had pointed it out to you, the opening shot, you'd be like, oh, what's up with his face? Because <laughs> yeah. it's very, it's kind of like, because uh. I think the issue is a lot of people have said that in that I, 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 like podcast I've listened to and, and stuff I've read online, and people have talked about how he seems annoyed with the kid, and he's like, he's meant to be Superman, he's meant to be nice. But I, I was watching it thinking, I don't think he actually is. I think Cavill is playing it well. I think the, they've CGI'd his face. They've made him look annoyed by the fact that his lips don't look right. But you don't notice how much of an influence like a smile has. And it's like how yeah. subtle it is and that they just haven't captured it in yeah, the CG. Because they've had to dick about hard. his face. <laughs> yeah. But um Yeah, and he comes back and they they've recharacterized Superman in it a bit. Uh which is fine, but I think it, yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, it sounds exactly like I expected, which is yeah. Look, I mean, if you're gonna watch it, I'm probably it, not. To be fair, no. But like, but like, it, like, it's not so offensively bad. Like, if you just want to watch like an action film, like a bit of a romp, you can put on Justice League. Yeah, like, it'll be all right. If you're watching it with mates and you can laugh at it a bit and have you know share a pizza or whatever, it's like it's all right there. It's like a bit of a silly fun party film where it's kind of a bit shit, so you don't have to pay attention to it. If what you'd rather do is talk about that new Rooster Teeth documentary with Steve instead of watching Justice League, but you know what I mean. But it's like if yeah. you wanted to watch it, you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's. It's fine. Uh, and then I watched. What else did I watch? I watched something else, and I can't remember what. Before I watched, I still haven't watched Star Trek. Sorry, I'm going to. I promise, I'm going no, to. Do I did it put it in point. the running order. <laughs> I deleted it <laughs> to remind you that you need to fucking watch I, I, it. Yeah, you you don't put it on there. Message me, tell me, because I don't check the running order until we start to record. Well, that's a mistake. I know. You're I'm supposed not to look at man. it. <laughs> That's not man. At least but the yeah, cursory I, glance to make sure you're up to date I on the topics, know. man. I started watching Altered Carbon, which came out today on Netflix. A yes. new Netflix original series. We were both planning to have watched the first you episode. You haven't had a chance to. Yeah, because I've had to uh, rearrange my schedule because I'm an idiot. What you must um, be sure to do, Adam, is to make sure when you watch it, you are f- the first episode at least, you are fed... You are caffeinated and hydrated, and you have no one to come and distract you, because you're gonna want to focus on it because it's a little bit sort of huh? yeah. So sort plenty of, of kind of grounding to be done in yeah, the first episode that you need you need the detail of to fill yeah, in the kind you, of foundation you wanna, for you. You want to make sure you're paying attention to it. Um, yeah, right. And I'm Good. sure I, Good. that might That's just be start. me saying that, but yeah. But I'm I'm about four episodes in now because I. You know, you said watch the first episode, and I, I wanted to watch it because I'd heard people would. Oh, it's like Demolition Man meets Blade Runner meets Madness, and I'm just like, I'm down with this. Let's, yeah. What's going on? And there was a big billboard at the end of my road. And I was <laughs> like, I wonder what that is. 
It's quite interesting, the artwork on it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Hmm, I actually watched the trailer for this because yeah. the, uh, Jen told me to, but pretty much. so far, first of all, it's gorgeous. It's fucking spectacular. I'm watching, it's 4K and HDR and it's just like, hey, oh. um, spectacularly good looking. Uh, the writing so far has been pretty fantastic, as have all the performances. All of the CGI and the effects in it is amazing. It's top-notch, as is all the set design and costume work. And every, it's fucking amazing. I've got no idea how much money Netflix have pulled into this, but it, yeah. it, it How it many shows. episodes is it? It's ten episodes. Ten. Good. That, and that's, yeah. that's the right kind of number. That's what I but like. But so far, I'm, I don't want to talk about it too much, because I, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but so far, I think it's broken Netflix's streak of making bad shows. Because the past few shows that Netflix have released haven't been that good, let's be fair. They've been fine. You mean the Marvel ones? They haven't been as great as... Well, the Marvel ones and some of the other stuff that they've put out. Like, I can't even tell you the name of them. That's how sort of meh they've been. But, um... uh, The OA and stuff like that. Uh, But, it's kind of... Netflix's stuff has very much been hit and miss the past couple of years. But this is... So far, it's very much hit. It's it's great and uh, it's a really cool premise. It's really good. I th- I don't know if it's based on a book. I think it might be based on a book, but it's fucking cool and it's awesome. And I can't wait to go and watch more of it. Um, and I'm a bit sad that there's only ten episodes. And I kind of I'm I wish they were doing it on a weekly release. Oh, so you uh, could sit and percolate on it a bit. A little bit, but also because that would mean that I'm not going to burst through it all over tonight and tomorrow, oh, and yeah, then yeah. not have it to watch. Because you know, but uh, the mistake you're making with Star Trek because you're not watching it weekly like yeah, you're I meant to. No, I know, but it's, you know what it is <laughs> with Star Trek. Star, Star, it's good. I, you know, we talked about. It. I enjoyed Star Trek. Um, the problem is you you left it midway through the mid-season yeah, finale it. and you need to yeah. go back and rewatch the bit you've actually seen to make sure you're completely fresh yeah, on the bit the that thing. you haven't yet seen so that you go into all of that. No, and I know. You're just in the, yeah. you, you left it at the worst place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I tell you what the problem is. The problem is that, and it's a fault with the show, is uh, like the good place, in contrast, that had a mid-series break with its second series, Right? And I did the same thing with that, where I didn't watch the last episode of the fir- of that first half, um, and then I did because I was weak. But that the good place, I want to go back and watch it, and I'm excited. And I just I got excited just a minute ago because I remember there's a new episode out now, so I'm going to go watch that later because I want to go and watch that show. The thing is with Star Trek is as much as I was enjoying it, I've left it. I don't have a want to go back to it. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's because you feel like you have to watch it because I keep telling you. To. Well, maybe, but that, that sometimes has a bearing. I find. No, maybe, but I think I think it's mainly just a reflection of the show because I I I had fun with it, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan anyway. Yeah, you know. Again, oh, I know fair. you're not. I know you're not either, but you're still on just, board with it. Yeah, I'm just enjoying the show a bit yeah, more. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and it's like I did I did like it, but I I it's not. Kind of, I'm not thinking. Ooh, watch Star Trek this week. Yeah, and it's just sort of, it's like, and the result is I don't want to. But I think when this first series of it is complete, I'll probably, you know, 
at worst, if I don't get caught up by by either next week or the week after for you, um, at, w- at worst, what I'll do is probably leave it until it's done and then watch it in, at, at my own leisure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just I, I just don't have that kind of want to go back and watch Star Trek. Uh, whereas, like, I really want to see what happens next in The Good Place. And yeah. I really want to know what the fuck happens next in the next episode of Vital Carbon, because shit is heating up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool, man. It's be- It's such a good-looking show. Also, I need to start American Gods and Vikings. Because um, my dad wants me to watch Vikings. He's like, you should watch Vikings. And I'm like, okay, and I'm going to watch it, because then it will give me and him something to talk about. Yeah, uh, that's always a good tactic, I like that. Yeah. And then i got some Grand Tour to watch. And I want to I want to start watching American Gods because I started watching the first episode the other week, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. And then I kind of clicked in and out, and I got confused. I was like, "Hang on, what? Who's who? What?" <laughs> so yeah, but I've heard very good things about that. Like I I will go back to to Star Trek. I promise at some point. Oh, sorry. It's it's just because I'm not f- I want I want to talk about it, but okay. The, yeah, that, that, Look, that, that, that's, where, that's where my drive comes from with pestering you about it, but I know that yeah, that doesn't I, actually help. <laughs> i tell you what, give me two weeks, and if I mm. haven't watched it by in two weeks' time, then fuck it, you can just talk about it, and I'll accept spoilers. Mm, well, 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 Do you well, want the well, discussion that could potentially come? Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, Depends. All right, fine. Oh, Don't well, take my deal. Bugger it. I'm <laughs> off. Bye. <laughs> Uh, that's it that's what I've been doing oh I got a new I got a book come I haven't started reading it yet it's called Keep Going uh, it's by a Twitter friend of mine Cara Compass uh, and it was a Kickstarter book and I got really excited because it showed up the other day I was like oh cool Ooh, so you, you I'm going to read that at some point I helped I, w- yeah. I was really sad because when I first kickstarted it I'd got uh, I wanted the book and I wanted to go to the launch party that she was that she's having for it um, yeah. but then I had to change it down just to get the book because I because re- at the time she ended up pushing the book back to release now instead of I think it was meant to come out September November time um, but at the, at the time when I, I realised oh I think it's coming out then I wasn't around I wouldn't have been around to go to the party so I went to change my pledge but Kickstarter just cancelled my pledge instead and I was like wait what and she tweeted at me because she you know the as when you have a Kickstarter, you get notified of that. That like, oh, someone's cancelled their pledge. Um, yeah. She tweeted, and she's like, "You're right. Is everything okay? I hope everything's all right." I was like, oh, f- "I've meant to just change it because I can't come to the party." And yeah, so I got sad. But I got the book, and I'm excited to start reading it. And I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's funny you mentioned books because I have been reading a book as well. Go on. Um, it's quickly. Quickly, fuck off! I think my pizza's going to show up soon. <laughs> You're not supposed to order it yet. You're fu- I'm hungry. I'd eat you if you were in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue, you're good. Hang on, uh, I think there's some. There might be at the door. Right, go check quickly. I will. Hang on. Hang on. Well, this is an interesting interlude, ladies and gentlemen. Where Alfred may or may not have a piece. <laughs> Fucking bastard. <laughs> what a man. <clears throat> uh, 
And I was so looking forward to talking about my book too. Uh, what a dick. That's really funny. I was just joking when I said that, but then I looked out my window and the guy was at my door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that, he that stood there. He, he looked kind of annoyed. I was oh. like, sorry, but I was upstairs. I had my headphones on. I was working. Oh, sorry. He's like, yeah. Actually, now I'm thinking about it, that guy looks way too good looking to be a delivery driver. <laughs> I got a bit confused. I was like, you're not the usual guy. Never mind, continue. <laughs> Tell me about the book you're reading. <laughs> you're not the usual guy. There's <laughs> uh, a damning indictment, isn't it? <laughs> I had to say that to him. Where's, where's the ugly cunt who doesn't deliver my pizzas? Who are you, Mr. Six Foot Two with muscles? Fuck off. <laughs> It's just it's a good like insight into your own life as well when you go, you're not the usual delivery I have, guy. <laughs> I order a lot of pizza. Yeah. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a bad thing necessarily. It's, it's just fucking it, is for my bank account and my stomach. Yeah, uh, well, your bank account definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about this book. Yeah, the, the book is Sword Art Online Novel 9. Ah, oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Is, I, can't, I can't remember if I mentioned it on this podcast. I definitely told you to watch uh, Sword Art Online on You've told me to watch it, I haven't gone around to it yet, and I keep looking at the game that's on PlayStation Store, and I think... Yeah, there's a new one coming out as well soon. Oh, well, I won't bother with that then. Yeah. Yeah. New game, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Fatal Bullet or something, it's called. I was with you. But, um, no, I... Where is it available for me to watch? Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Netflix has the first season... Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, yeah. I will watch that. I'll yeah. give that a watch. Which, which is very good. And if you enjoy that, there's, you know, another season and a couple of films for you to find. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <coughs> you know where to uh, go. Yes. Anyone has Google. <laughs> <laughs> Google is always your friend in these scenarios. But um, <laughs> what I've started doing is uh, when I... I've watched the the two seasons and the films and stuff, and basically, I, I know a couple of people that are, you know, very into their anime. They mm. have their own website and they work for. Uh, well, one of them works for Manga UK. Fair, that's cool. Yeah, and stuff. So they they are my go to people for stuff when I have questions mm. or anything. You know, what what should I do or what things? And he recommended that I, you know, if I was enjoying it, starting the books because. It's going to take them quite a while to actually get around to turning that into anime. Yeah. Yeah, just the way it is. They they have announced the new season, but, you know, it takes them ages to make because it's animation. Fair enough. And, yeah. you know, which is fine. That's, that's not a problem. But so where that left me was it started with Novel 8, which is a couple of short stories. Yeah, three. Two of which I've seen. You know, because they they're actually in the anime and one that was new, and that's a good way of getting mm-hmm. into the books. 
Fair enough. Yeah, because it's a, well, you, you're familiar with these kind of two stories and you get the extra details and stuff and you'll see how there's a wee bit of difference between that and the anime because yeah. it's an animation. Yeah, fuck. Adaptation. And then there's You've, a new, and then there's a new story, and then if you enjoy that, you can continue from there. Because everything an adaptation. <laughs> I know that's basically what I almost said. You know, that's yeah. not quite what I meant. <laughs> we made a new word. Yeah, it kind of works actually. It's not too bad. Me tripping over my own words, an and we've invented one. Um, so basically, everything that's happened in the novels before that is what I've seen. Yeah, so, okay. So novel nine is the start of the next kind of story arc which i think is the longest arc interesting uh, out, out of them all and you can tell it's the start of quite a big arc because there's two uh prologues and an interlude <laughs> before you actually start start hell. the story is <laughs> and it's one of those i was warned about this beforehand but it's a it's it's a confusing start but don't worry you you, uh, you pick it up you're like great good that well, I've so I read the first uh, prologue. So I keep forgetting that word. Uh, uh, every time I go Prologue. to say, yeah, every time I go go to say it, I keep forgetting it and think, what word is it? You get distracted because you can smell my pizza. <laughs> if only. Um, I'm thinking about ordering my own. <laughs> Do it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Anyway, but the, the first prologue, and it's definitely confusing because it's gone. It throws you kind of into the deep end slightly, where only one character name is familiar. The setting's Ooh. completely changed, Ooh. and it doesn't explain much apart from, you know, the the you know, what what it actually tells you in the prologue itself. There's not very much else to go on, like so. It's filling you in kind of piece by piece, you know, from pretty much blank where you suddenly think hang on a sec none of this is the same <laughs> and that's mad man for people that I wouldn't like that it, uh, it kind of works because yeah. because I'm invested in it if I'd just yeah. picked up this one book You'd I would be have been lot. like what the f-? but you know it being the ninth book in a series kind of assumes that you've read the other ones so you, it kind of works in that sense because you know that you're going to pick it up kind of further in and it's going to explain yeah, more once you get yeah, to it. It's, o- enough, it's it? only, you know, the the prologue, which is like three chapters or something. It's not like a huge thing. Yeah, It's not like it's just chapter one of the story and you're starting mm. from, what the fuck? <laughs> but, That'd be um, a good way to start it, though. <laughs> yeah. So I put it up and you go, what? <laughs> yeah. But for people who aren't familiar with Sword Art Online, uh, it deals with... Uh, virtual reality and uh, MMO style games with virtual reality and is set in the near future kind of I think the the start of the very the series is like 20 22 20, 24 that mm. kind of kind of time period so it's quite relatively near future that's terrifyingly um, near future <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, and basically what the the premise of it is that they've invented a new type of virtual reality called full dive virtual reality, which is basically where when you log into that, you know you're you're you lie down on your bed and you you start the thing with the wee thing on your head, and mm. what it what the technology does is it intercepts you know the signals your brain sends to the rest of your body, and so your real body doesn't move, and you move inside the game world instead. 
You with me? Paris. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, which is a great concept, and that's oh, kind no, of. I'm with you. You've already yeah. told me about it. Yeah, yeah. I was just. I'm letting you explain it for the listeners. Yeah, no, just making sure that you were still oh, with yeah. me, just in case. I'm, still with you. I'm not staring at my pizza. Yeah, just because you didn't say anything. That's all. I was expecting a wee acknowledgement. <laughs> I was enjoying. I was enjoying the subtle tones of your. Yeah, voice. what a good. Sorry that that was my lack of confidence showing. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Be but, more uh, determined. Uh, yes. To <laughs> tell us about this thing. Yes, I will. Uh, so mm. that, that that's the basis of the technology, and then uh, the initial story is about a game that's called Sword Art Online, and then it, it progresses on from there. And there's a couple of other VR MMOs that are based on this full dive technology that it works with. So it's like Ready Player One, but on anime crack. Uh, I can't comment because yes. I, I haven't, I haven't read or seen. Just say Ready yes. Player One or anything. Sure, that's basically it. Yeah, but these are whole new things. But it it delves into, you know, obviously the VR MMOs are. Um, there's still game worlds that are created, so they're still full of polygons and. You know, you can trick the systems and play play it a little bit with, like, yeah. to prove that you're in a VR, a virtual reality world. If you picked, like, a blade of grass up and suddenly put it right up to your face to look at it closely, there would be a slight delay on the detailed texture coming in. Ah, uh, cool, yeah. You know, you know like, the, those subtle, subtle things that you think that's, you can tell the difference between that world and the real world. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it delves into all of that kind of stuff and what would happen if you're trapped in one of those games and everything else that goes into that. But with this one, it moves on into a kind of a whole new, different kind of technology that deals with memory creation and how oh. the brain actually works. And, you know, instead Fuck of... Fuck, you're going to love Altered Carbon. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure how much of what's in the book is based on you know, real science that's actually been mm. done and how much of it is, you know, pure extrapolation and creating a coherent thing that he's just made up for the benefit of the story and how he's decided it's going to work. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I need to look into it more, which I'm probably going to do because it's interesting. But um, basically there's this other machine that instead of just being like the regular ones, that f- the regular VR machines just feed you the information into the world of the world and stuff like that just in the way you would normally experience it whereas yeah what this other machine's doing is dealing with memory creation and treating your memories as information and they basically like the the idea is it's like cracked that language so that they can create stuff you know if you could take the what the brain actually sees when you look at like a glass of water I think is the way they explain it. Mm-hmm. And then if you could take the information, you know, in your brain of the memory of that and feed your brain that information, you would see a glass of water as if it was really there. Oh. So it wouldn't look like a bunch of polygons. There wouldn't be any... Oh, that's clever, yeah. There wouldn't be any noticeable difference. As far as your brain could tell, there's a glass of water in front of you because it's exactly how you would have seen it. And then... Yeah. Is it, you know, it extrapolates out from there. That's just the kind of beginning of how the machine sort of works. You can, listeners, you can fill in some of your own thoughts on how you can extrapolate that out. And if you're interested, you can actually go read the books and stuff because it's yes. fucking insane. And it's when great. you do, when you do go and read and watch and listen, that's 
probably audiobooks or something. You can tweet at us about it. Yes, you can. Ah. You can find us on Twitter, <laughs> at RattleOnPod. This is just because you, you want e- your pizza, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, sit, I was, you know when I, when I said to you, uh, if you were in the room, I'd eat you. I'd be barbecuing you right now. Man. <laughs> I haven't eaten enough. all day. I need this food. The, it needs it in me. The also, the only it came, way. chips don't stay good for long. No, that, that's fair. The only <laughs> thing I'll say is, the sooner you actually watch it, so that we can talk about some of the stuff that oh happens in there. Oh my god, that. I'm going to do it, fine. Yeah, because Watch it's out great. Carbon. Yes, I will. But it's yeah, great. It's, it's, oh. it's, it opens up so I, well, I can't delve into much more than that because it's all spoiler. <laughs> Shut up then. Yeah. Email at us as well. Rattleonpod at gmail.com. Yes. Definitely do but that. He, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, I'll watch some of it over the next week and then I'll tweet at us. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Mm, interaction. Perfect. What what a way for me to find out. Oh. <laughs> It'd just be uh, Alfred uh, underscore Rome you know, tweet, <laughs> tweets at Rattleampod. I've watched some of Sword Art Online. Like, yeah! <laughs> Comma. One. Space. Yes, all right. <laughs> Full stop. Tweet. Yeah, you probably do that just to annoy me. <laughs> yeah. Be deliberately cool on it just to wind no, me up. No, I'll be deliberately prickish about it. <laughs> Watch this. Fucking wank. What are you on about? Yeah. Chatting shit, mate. Nah, I'll give it a go, though. I, 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 I do look forward to it. Yeah, I know it's the sort of thing that Not as much you. as I'm looking forward to this pizza. Yeah, it'll intrigue you. It intrigues me, and I'm looking forward to reading more, so I'll probably come back to it at some point and go, Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. I love Bye. you, Adam. Bye. Bye.